Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we talk about our trip to Orlando, Florida, including Walt Disney World and a vegan brunch from Winter Park Biscuit Company. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Disney, and I was in Orlando a little bit longer, and so this is this is that. Um, I'm David Streepy. You're Becky Streepy. That's me. And before we get into it, um, I'm a little bit mad at you. At me? Yeah. Just this just happened. Oh my god. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was fixing a little drink for for our record. Uh, my blood orange jalapeno avec, and I got out one of my big cocktail ice cubes to put in the glass because mm-hmm. I didn't want a bunch of you know why should that be for cocktails that should be for drinks for right yeah any for drink drinks. you want right it does the same thing yes. right so I did that and uh, so I opened the freezer and I saw that a, there was a new bag of fruit in there yes do you want to explain what the purpose for the new bag of fruit was so my kid my kid so our <laughs> <Wow>. kid <laughs> holy shit i do breakfast on school mornings and it is a struggle because we wake up at the last possible moment mm. because we are not uh, morning people and um he needs to eat his breakfast quickly so i need a breakfast that he will just inhale and right now that breakfast is oatmeal with maple mm-hmm. syrup and then i put the frozen fruit in after it's done cooking it cools off the oatmeal and he mm-hmm. loves it it's cool it's a it's a great life hack yeah my concern is not with the bag of fruit it's the location no it's not the location the location i can fix myself okay and ding you for but that's not <laughs> podcast worthy it's a mixed berry. Yeah, that's what he likes. It's blueberry, blackberry, raspberry. It just gets worse. <laughs> like He loves this. No strawberry, no cherry, no peach, no mango. Of all the fruit options, you got like the cantaloupe honeydew equivalent of mixed fruit. I could not disagree more strongly. They had a mixed fruit that had mango and two kinds and- of berry. <laughs> But what were the two he kinds? doesn't like the mango. What were the two kinds? And it's for his breakfasts. What were the two kinds? I think it was, you know what? It might have been like mango, blueberry, strawberry, cherry. Or That's great. I agree, but it's not my breakfast. So just take the mango out. I'm not going to do that. 
that's not something I see myself doing in I the just, morning. And then yeah, he but just that's complains about blackberry and raspberry. It's for his breakfast. If you want a different frozen fruit, we can get a, another bag. Well, I can, now I know that I need to put more than just frozen fruit on the grocery list. Yes, specify. There's a lot of there's a whole section. I think maybe we just have a rule for the freezer that for every raspberry <laughs> there'd be a strawberry <laughs> and for every blackberry there'd be a cherry. I see. I see. I'm not partial. You're a partial. RuPaul thing with your tongue there just then. Oh, did I? Or the share when RuPaul does the share oh, really? impersonation. My mouth is oh. dry. <laughs> I'm uh, not partial to frozen strawberries because they're so big. And they don't, I guess for a smoothie, it doesn't matter. But like in the sure. oatmeal bowl, like it doesn't thaw small. enough. I bet yeah. they're small ones. I bet there are. Yeah. I just think for every raspberry... A strawberry for every blackberry, a cherry. Did I say that the other way the last time? Whichever you can, I get it. You can attach whichever one to from this column to whichever one from this column. That doesn't matter. Blueberries are fine. I guess. I mean, but can we? Are we okay? If I agree, can we? Is everything with us? Are yeah, we still it's married? Fine. No, I'm. I'm mad all the time, but this is. <laughs> well. D- it's just a big bag. I guess now I'm talking about where it is in the freezer. Yeah. It's well, a very big bag. It is a really big bag. But he, we go through them fast. And that bag will last us more than one you week. You could like crawl into that bag. It's that big. And you put it in the dessert well. Yeah. Our freezer uh, doesn't have a lot of space right now. I, I flagged that. I know you did. There's a lot of stuff in there that we got to get rid of. You've got frozen squash cut up in there. Yeah. In a big Tupperware. <laughs> I guess I could be Again, moved to like a freezer well. bag. Yeah. We have a whole section got, of our freezer that's for ice cream, y'all. That's, got, that's how the streepies live. It's not. <laughs> and who ice cream? doesn't have a section in the freezer for ice cream? Our freezer. It's not like we've quarantined like, or quartered off like, like. Half of the freezer for it, you know. It's just this one little <laughs> shelf space. We have a, a an ice cream section, a fruit and vegetables section, and then a vegan meat section. We have two pull-out drawers and then three wells. One oh. of the wells is for dessert things. That's not just ice cream. That's popsicles. That's Girl Scout cookies. Oh yeah, yeah. That's anything that goes in there. <laughs> but all the dessert is in there. You're making it sound like we're. We're gluttons of dessert <laughs> that we just have dessert everywhere. And we're like, there's nowhere to put fruit. So I guess we won't get fruit. Then the same size well as the desserts is the fruit and vegetable right. and potato. Well, we got our hash browns in there. Yeah, but the hash browns sometimes make it into the pullout drawers, which I would argue is where they belong. And then there's these skinny flat pullout drawers mm-hmm. that you, like you could fit one box of Beyond Breakfast sausages high yeah. in it. And the there's short, two of those. Short they're short. They're the width of the thing, but they're short. Right. And I those just, are all our vegan meats just laid out beautifully. Skinny feels like a width thing. Like the yeah, wells yeah, yeah. are skinny. They're short. They're, the drawers are they're short. They're wide. Wide. But short. Yet short. Yeah. Shallow. Shallow uh, is the word uh, I was looking for. Yeah, those have all the meats. They have one hot dog that we bought two years ago. I know. From our GTFO order that was terrible i made a noise on the table i just want to let you know when you're editing <laughs> that i'm aware of that noise that i made on the table thanks we bought it from gtfo and it was bad 
So we never had it again. Not spoiled, just not good. Yeah, not tasty. I have yet to find a tasty vegan hot dog. I'm just putting the call out there to the Toeheads. We've put this call out before. Yeah, I know. Everyone says Field Roast Franks, but you hate them. It's wrong. That's wrong. I love those, and so does the kid, but you you have a different standard. Yeah, I do. Uh, A good standard. I want it to be good. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, those are my notes on the freezer. And so, yeah, I just, I didn't want this to be in my heart for a week until we record it again. Yeah. And well, also it just happened. Now I'm feeling pretty bad. So good. Let's talk about Orlando. All right. Speaking of feeling bad. What? What? So Dave's parents. I just mean Florida's kind of a bummer. Oh yeah, it is. Sorry, Florida. We're from There are you. neat things though. <laughs> There's some neat things. Yeah. Disney's there. Uh-oh. Jenna's got the bone. Oh, Jenna's no, got the that. bone. Take the bone. Me? I'll go take the bone. I got it. I forgot to put the bone. Jenna has a Nyla bone. She loves to chew it, but it's loud. Sorry, Dinkins. Sorry, baby. You're a good girl. But... Oh, give her the that thing. She loves that. She's super depressed now. She's not even chewing the alternative. Oh, Dinkins. Wait, oh, I'll, there she is. I'll nudge it with there my nose. Oh, there Get it, she's Jenna. back. So Dave's family lives in Orlando. That's right. The Orlando area. My parents. Yeah, that's his parents. Yeah. And so when we planned this Disney trip, Dave planned to drive down the week before the Disney vacation and spend some quality time with his parents. And then the kid and I flew down to Orlando uh, that weekend Mm. and Dave picked us up at the airport and we were reunited. Yeah. So that was like kind of the, and then we all drove back together after the Disney trip. So that was like the logistics of our trip. I feel like that's important because of how you discovered Winter Park Biscuit and also our experience with it. And also just to give you an idea of the vibe. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of background. A lot of background. I might cut it. No, I think... I'm <laughs> cutting everything. <laughs> it would be one thing if we were cutting it and then it was good after we cut it. <laughs> The when I was so I was at my parents' house for four days, five days before five, I picked you up. Five in days. that time, I advised on purchasing and installation and setup of a new iMac. I advised on purchase, installation, and setup of a new smart TV. Which, if you're trying to, if if you like walking to older adults through how to use a smart TV. And there's no shade on my parents. These things are freaking complicated. They are. It would know? be just as frustrating, I think, to walk me through it. The the one thing that kind of gave me, still gives me flashbacks <laughs> is, so they have cable. And through the cable box, it goes, you know, if you plug the cable box into the TV like you've done for decades, and that's how you see what is on the cable box on the TV, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's also the smart TV, and now all this the cable providers have apps that you can install so you don't need the cable box. So the cable box is its own input on the TV, but the smart TV stuff is all its own thing. Like you're just in this menu selecting all of the stuff. 
trying to communicate the difference between you need to go to the cable box versus just use the app that's part of the smart TV thing. I couldn't crack it. (laughs) And the difference was like on the app, they couldn't access their DVR. So they had to use the cable box for the DVR stuff. I was wondering why you didn't just yank that cable box right out of the equation. Yeah, it was the day day they are. (laughs) It was the DVR. There's that Orlando. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Jesus. Is the so it had to be that sometimes, and then there was an like we had finally gotten it all like baked to where it was clear enough to be like do this, do that, and then the app stopped giving closed captions, which my parents need. So then I was like, but it gave closed caption on live stuff. It just didn't give it on VOD stuff. Oh. And so then I was like, okay, well, now there's another if then. If you want to watch VOD, you need to go over to the cable box. And it just got so complicated. Oh, my gosh. And I got frustrated and probably was a bad son. Oh, <laughs> you've been pushed to your limit. But then, and it wasn't their fault. It was just the complexity of the situation. And then. Um, you needed to draw them like a big decision tree. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you should have done that. I'm saying this yeah. is stressing me out. Continue. I think we just landed in a good place, which was like, just use the cable box. Yeah. Just use the cable box. So before we went TV shopping, I took my parents out for breakfast at the Winter Park Biscuit Company, which was near their church. Our friend, I think it was Melissa. Friend of the pod at Vegan Disney World. That is what you told me, is that she recommended it. But then I also thought it was maybe Universal Orlando Vegan. Oh, okay. Who, you know, just a friend of the pod we haven't met yet. Yeah. But um, but Melissa, she's she's Tofam. Yeah. Um, I think she recommended it. I'm very, very sorry if that's not the case. I could easily resolve this with that little computer that's like six inches away from me. But not going to do it. Um. But I had found out about the existence of this place. Apparently, I was the last person to find out about it because it's super popular down there. You're not because I tweeted about it and the entire internet exploded. Mm. Mm. They were like, what is this? Where? It was very, very big times. Anyway. So while they were at church, I went down and scoped out the location. I'd heard there was a line, so I wanted to see, like, is a lowercase L line or a capital L line, and uh, it seemed manageable. So when my parents got out of church, I was like, hey, come down, meet me, here's the address. And we went and had it, and it was fantastic. It was life-changing. And so are we talking about this now, or are we talking about, like, are we going to do this and then Disney, or are we going to do... We can do either. Let's do this now since Let's we're do, already in it. So It's tricky because Dave had Winter Park Biscuit. That's what I was about to get oh, into. I'm sorry. You're scooping me. I'm scooping you, Scoops. Scoops Streepy over here. Hey, Scoops, put your pad down, Scoops. <laughs> Let me take the little press sticker yeah. off of my hat. Sorry, you always, whenever you sniff a story, you're like a bulldog. <laughs> you're just relentless. That's why they call me relentless. Uh, I, I don't know. Relentless Rebecca? No, it's a lot of syllables. Absolutely not. Too many syllables. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was bad. sorry. Um, I'm gonna leave it all in. Okay. Yeah. See, it's my gift to you. Just do- uh, so I had it, and it was so good that instead of leaving direct from the hotel at checkout when we left Disney, 
we waited until Winter Park Biscuit Company opened so that we could <laughs> go to Winter Park Biscuit Company and I could share this with my family before we went out of town. And we got back into Atlanta at like 8 o'clock at night, 8.30 at night, where it could have been like 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. But I had to say it was worth it. Worth it, for sure. Yeah. As the one driving. <laughs> yeah, you were the driver. <laughs> But I was, but I also, it caused a scramble for me when we got back yeah, because true. I had that's work true. the next day and the kid had school the next day. And yeah. so it was a lot of like lunches, feed him, get him to bed. Cause yeah. it, it, we arrived after his bedtime. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So should we talk about, let's talk about it. Let's talk. We're talking. We're what did already you, talking about it. What did you eat on your first visit to Winter Park Biscuit? So on the first visit, I had the SEC. Which is an impossible sausage, vegan cheese, I'm not sure what brand, a just egg patty on top of the, or in the middle of the biscuit, and Cholula hot sauce, which is my go-to hot sauce anyway in normal civilian times. And if you don't like spicy stuff, the Cholula is a packet on the side. Like, the kid didn't Cholula. He yeah. got the SEC spoiler uh, when we went on that Sunday. Can I finish Monday. my order? Yeah, sorry. So then I also got, I believe it's the OG. Is that the chicken, chicken and a biscuit straight up? Yeah, that was the OG. Okay, I got, uh, so I got the OG, which is a fried chicken patty in the middle of the biscuit. And they have some honey. I didn't get the honey. Oh. Uh, I did get the ranch dressing, which is a house-made ranch. Nice. As my sauce on it. Did you get it tossed in hot sauce? Because you can do that with the chicken sandwiches. I did not do that. So this, I was already ordering a second biscuit for my, for my lunch, and I was like, "This might be wasteful. Like, I might not be able to finish this." But uh, I'm really glad I ordered it. And spoiler alert, I did finish it. <laughs> That's right. And then I went like a true streepy, a TV <laughs> and then set it up. Probably pretty grumpy because of. All those biscuits yeah, rumbling around. All the biscuits in my belly. Worth it though. Yeah, so I got that. My parents got they are not vegan. They got a couple of everything on the Winter Park Biscuit Company menu is vegan though. Yeah. I think it's important to point out. Yes, it's I'm just all saying, vegan, but vegan is not in the name or anything. Right. Which I think is really smart because yeah. some people have an aversion to yeah. vegans, but they'll good food is the great equalizer. And I'll say shout out to my parents. For their openness, not just here, but usually. Like, if I want to try out a vegan place, they'll try it out with me. Yeah, we go to Ethos with them. Yeah. Like, when, when it's all of us down there, like, almost every trip. And it will never be their first choice. But no. you'll, like, they're enthusiastic about it, you know? Yeah, they don't make Which you feel cool. like they're doing you a solid. They right. really make you feel like, ooh, what's this? I'll get these pancakes. They yeah. get into it. Yeah. Ethos has great pancakes. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about Ethos. We're no. here to talk about Winter, Winter Park, Park Biscuit. Biscuit. So my parents had two biscuits with jam, and they had Caesar salads. Two Caesar salads. Oh, those was it a kale Caesar? Yeah. I saw those, and it was intriguing, and then I was like, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah, exactly. But how did they... Did you get to try a bite, or how did, did they say? I know try a bite. Uh, not- I was kind of busy shopping for a TV on my phone while we were eating. <laughs> So there wasn't a lot of conversation. Oh, I see. But they did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like prancing around and clucking about my my food. They were not prancing around and clucking about their food. Right. They were having a post-church lunch, which is a muted affair. Yeah. I, on the other hand, 
prancing around, clucking. And clucking. Yes. Would and then, oh, and my mom had the sweet tea, which she said was good. Okay. I had water. Yeah. Uh, so then you guys came. Yeah, we did, and we Skip all forward five days, seven days. All three of us ordered SECs. Yeah, which... I described it to the child, and the child was like. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> and then I was not paying attention during that conversation. You weren't there. I wasn't there. Okay, well, 50-50. Yeah. You know where you were? Was I inside? You were in the bathroom. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's right. I, I do that sometimes. Yep. I we all the do. Bathroom. We nothing, were on a road trip. wrong with it. So I, independently of that conversation, saw I was looking at the menu and felt like since it was a brunchy time, I'd go with the SEC instead of a chicken biscuit. And uh, this biscuit is enormous mm-hmm. and it's a lot. beautiful. And I ordered it with a side of, I did get the honey mm-hmm. that they make. Um, they make their honey in-house. They make it from apples and a little bit of lemon, um, maybe other stuff. I don't know. I, I was just trying to get a feel for, is it agave? Is mm-hmm. it, because um, there's that brand honey, H-O-N-E-E, mm-hmm. that's made from apples. Like, I just wanted to know what it was. And when she said they made it, I was yeah. like, I'll take it. Gotcha. Um, and it was really good. I'll say that it had a little bit of an apple flavor to it. It didn't totally taste like honey to me, but the texture was there and the taste was delicious mm. and it worked great. I think it would work great in applications where you use honey, but it had a little bit of an apple flavor. So if that's not your thing... Maybe skip it, but yeah, I didn't find it unpleasant. It was just present. Um, and so I had mine and I dipped it in the honey. And then I finished and I was like, you know what I need is another biscuit <laughs> because I have leftover honey. And so I'm going to go in and get another biscuit to dip in this honey. And um, so I did that and ordered. And as I was waiting for my biscuit, I received a text message from Dave saying, the kid wants another biscuit too. And so <laughs> they were able to edit my order to get me the second biscuit and not have me even have to swipe my card again, which was really nice. <laughs> and um, then we ate the second biscuits, dipped them in the honey. And that is a singular experience that you, you listener, should experience if you are in the Orlando area. It was a real treat. It was kind yeah. of like a lunch dessert. And I ate all of it. There was no point at which I thought I wouldn't. Yeah, the the SEC is so hearty. Yeah, it's a lot of food and complete and big, and the uh, the size of the patty and the OG is huge. It has. I know. I keep saying this about different things, but this has the best breading of any <laughs> like chicken with an apostrophe product I've ever had. Like, this really? is big, grainy breading, almost like batter, you know, tendrils coming off of it Ooh. type breading. Like real fried chicken breading? Yes, yes. Like, yeah. Not um, that that one wasn't real, but like... Yeah, like legit breading. Legit fried chicken breading. Not, yeah. Yeah, legit. What you, let me tell you what you mean. <laughs> what do I mean? Hey, let me tell you what you Could mean. Could you a man explain to me yeah. a woman? <laughs> Look, as a man, I think this is what you're trying to say. I <laughs> uh, guess you're not going to edit that one out, are you? No. Um, <laughs> but it was so good. That one felt like... Again, these things were tall because... The, the patties and the stuff that are in them are so tall. And then biscuits are tall. And the biscuits themselves are tall. Mm-hmm. 
It's just great. Gosh, it's so good. And it's part of, it's in this market called the East End Market. And there are a ton of cool little places inside of there. A uh, great coffee shop that I forget the name of, but it, it was good. Um, it's in Audubon Park, which is a neighborhood in Orlando, which is arguably the coolest neighborhood in Orlando. Oh, I thought it was in Winter Park. It's near Winter Park. Near Winter yeah. Park. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a, a raw juice place that has a lot of cool vegan options mm-hmm. there too, like more lunchy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the fried chicken stuff is lunchy, but they yeah. um, that looked intriguing as well. But after hearing you mm-hmm. like crow about these biscuits, there was no way I was going to not yeah. get just as much biscuit as I could fit in my belly. Yeah. I'm not going to delay our return home for a raw juice bar no <laughs> yeah i don't think everything there was raw like they had veggie burgers and stuff but raw gotcha. juice and then food. oh gotcha okay gotcha yes becky the dogs are <laughs> i'm not gonna um, get stressed out about it so yeah winter park business winter park, winter park biscuit company is a hit for me it's a must hit whenever i am in town now at least once. Yeah. Previously, Market on South was another one that we used to, or that we would, that's on our, our must hit list. Uh, that's Dharma Southern Kitchen and Valhalla Bakery. Any thoughts on that? I love that place and I want to keep going. Yeah. They're, I'm not saying we replace one with the other. Whew, I'm saying add like, it, add we add have it. got a new must hit location. Yeah. In addition because, to our previous must hit location. Okay. There's a sandwich. That I hope they're still making at the Dharma Southern Southern Kitchen. kitchen. They changed their name recently. Yes. Um, called the Orange Bird. Mm-hmm. And it is incredible. It's yeah. like soy curls in this like orangey barbecue yeah. sauce. And it is out of this world. And yeah. I would be sad to not have it. But it sounds like I can have everything that I want. Yeah, so it's, hooray. It's just two stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. I mean, when are we in town long enough to have one meal? Yeah. When we're going to Disney. Bow, bow, let's do it. I... That was a seamless transition. Yeah. Yep. So the Streepies went to Disney. We did five nights. Five nights? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Five nights uh, at the Swan Hotel. Right near Epcot and Disney Hollywood Studios, uh, as Becky mentioned. I picked them up at the airport, and we went straight to the Swan and checked in and went straight to Epcot and rode Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and we're fine with it. It was fine. It was a fine ride. I have debilitating motion sickness, and if you do too, don't ride Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. I had my eyes closed for like 95% of that ride. Mm. It's a, It's one of those rides where you're in a little car that moves a little but the big screen yeah. is where the action is. Yeah. And so luckily with a ride like that, if I do start to feel ill, I can just close my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but why get on the ride Yeah, <laughs> if you're not going to experience it? So I'm glad I did it because it's yeah. the new big ride. But And there's one part that's cool that I could see. Yeah. And then I had to immediately close my eyes for the rest of the time. This was the first time that we had been to the Disney park since they introduced the Genie Plus and the a la carte pay for access to certain high ticket rides lightning lane service and uh ratatouille was one of those rides so really kicked things off with 
exposure to the extra layer of price gouging that Disney is doing right now. And I can't really say I'm a fan of it. I will say the ability to make the appointment was nice. Yeah. Um, but on the whole, it, it kind of stinks. Yeah, I don't care for this new system. The old FastPass system was great. Yeah. This is overly complicated. Like I was, Dave was constantly looking through to see if passes were opening up. And so I was like, I'll look on my phone and try to help. And after a few minutes, I thought, gosh, I cannot figure this out. It's so confusing. Listener, I had figured it out. It's just so dumb that I was like, well, this can't be how it works. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But also, like, and I'll, this will be the last gripe mm-hmm. about Genie Plus because we should talk about the food. But um, yeah. The, the frustrating part about it is, like, you can't really not use it. Yeah. If if you don't want to sit in 90-minute lines. All the lines were an hour to 90 minutes long. Some lines were as long as three hours. Yeah. 180 and, minutes. Yeah. And so if you're... Like, I hate it because now you have to pay not to have to do that. Whereas before, like you were saying with the Fast Pass, people had the option. All park goers had the option. And so it comes becomes kind of a, a richy thing. Mm-hmm. Like to to be able to afford to not have that long line experience, you know, mm-hmm. which I feel like maybe there's a, a place for something like that. Like Universal has it and it doesn't really feel as hard a line of like. It's not so nickel and dimey and the Universal one's yeah. more flexible. With the Genie Plus, yeah. you can only have one at yeah. a time. And that is very limiting. And then yeah. unless you want to pay extra, it's. So it just felt like... It felt petty to me. It, it felt just petty. Well, it felt like they didn't care about the about normal people. Yeah. No. Like, and people who either didn't have or didn't want to spend that extra money. It was like, well, you've already paid $130 for your park ticket. And now you don't even... Not, you've paid that amount of money to wait in a 90-minute line for every ride. Yeah, that seems you know? really callous. And it's really it, it it's not very respectful of of that park goer, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, we uh did we have dinner at the park that night? We had our dinner at Cuz if we did, I didn't write that down. It was a repeat. Right. We checked in. We got our room. We did a quick look to see what vegan options were at the Swan Hotel. Mm-hmm. Came up very empty. Yeah. Went straight to the parks from that point. We were looking up what was at the festival. We were going to get that plant-based hot dog. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that. We never got that. We never got it. But that suggests that we did not eat until we got to the park. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we ate in the park. So Epcot. Yeah, we did Ratatouille, and then we did Frozen. We were going to eat on the way to Frozen, but we did not. We then went on Frozen. Yeah, we did a lot of that. Like, Oh, and... did, was that the night that we got the sushi? Yes. Yes. We did eat on the way to Frozen oh. in the Japan Pavilion. That's right. That's right. We got sushi in the Japan Pavilion, which I didn't write down, so I'm going to write All of our recollections are going to be like this. No, I this have notes. This is the whole episode. No, I have notes that'll make... There was that guy. Remember that guy? 
So the sushi rolls at the Japan, they have like a, just a veggie roll at the Japan Pavilion. And it includes pickled ginger inside the roll, which I love. I actually do a sushi burrito recipe on my blog that has pickled ginger in it. And I've had some people complain that that's not how you do it. Um, I know that, but I think it tastes delicious. And so I do it that way. Wow. (laughs) I had someone tell me that putting ginger inside your sushi roll is like putting a napkin on a hot dog. And I'll never forget. Katsura Grill. (laughs) Katsura Grill. Katsura. K-A-T-S-U-R-A Grill. They're vegan options are a vegetable roll, a veggie udon, edamame, steamed rice. And we got the edamame and each of us got a veggie roll. Yeah. And I was going to get the udon, but then it just seemed like it would take a long time to eat. And I was more interested in doing stuff. You know, it was like a big noodle soup. It looked really good, but I wanted to just, we just got in there and I wanted to make the most of our first night rather than sit and eat. My thing about eating at Disney is if you... Find a light option. Get that light option. Yeah, you'll be If you're craving anything other than super heavy food because there's no middle ground. So that's why I backed off of the noodles because I was like, this is going to be a heavy, oily noodle dish. Not bad, but just very, very heavy. And then you're going to get on a ride. Right. Yeah. Or you're just going to like be digesting that for the next couple of hours and I might be a little grumpy about it. Just soup sloshing around in your belly as you're hustling to get onto the Frozen Ever After ride. Right. So, but there's not really a ton of great light options. So that's where when I saw the sushi, I was like, all right, I can, I can take the box of eating. I can actually enjoy the food and I can get something that's light. Yeah. And let's be super clear. This is grocery store sushi. Yeah, it's not great sushi, but it's good. It hit <laughs> right. the spot, and we, we were hungry when we walked yeah. in, not hungry yep. when we walked out, yep. and we ate some vegetables. Yeah. I feel like that, great. Yep. Great job, everybody. So we rode Frozen. We kind of... Here's my gripe about Frozen. I know I said we were going to do... I was going to not talk about Lightning Lane anymore. Okay, go ahead. But this is another of the premium, like, you got to pay a la carte to get on this ride, or wait three hours. Frozen is an incredible ride, and, and I love it very much. I just want to say that <laughs> before Dave Grace. There's a moment on the ride that's great. We talk about it. Yeah, the whole ride is about this one moment yeah. to me, um, which we will not spoil. Anyway, my whole point was we waited like 20 to 25 minutes in that line. That we paid that to be in. That feels like not right. Yeah, that's some That's bullshit. not good. No. Every other a la carte ride was more or less like instant walk-on, five minutes max. Not that one day in Magic Kingdom when all the lightning lane lines were really long. Was that on Saturday, Sunday? Huh? 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 There was one... We only did Seven Doors Mine Train in Magic Kingdom. And... Thunder Mountain. That's not a... That wasn't a a la carte. No, 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 but lightning lanes. Oh, lightning lanes. Like Genie Plus lightning lanes. I'm not complaining about this. Oh, the... A la carte. I'm complaining about I paid nine dollars for per person for three people to ride Frozen Ever After at this time and I'm in a half hour line for it. Yeah. Like, that was pretty frustrating. It's all some bullshit, but that's some specific bullshit. You know? Yeah. Um anyway, like it just didn't feel like you needed to be waiting half an hour in line for something that you specifically paid to do. So like Dave mentioned, we stayed at the salon. Yeah. And uh, that's walking, that's walkable from Epcot. It's yeah. like a 15-minute walk, 10-minute walk. Yeah. It's a, it's a short and pretty, too. You walk past the little river. You walk uh-huh. along the boardwalk. 
And when we were walking along the boardwalk, we decided to stop so Dave could get a beer and the kid and I could get ice cream at... Skip over Soren. Are we going to talk about all the rides? Oh, I guess we're not. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to? I'm excited to talk about it. Oh, let's talk no, about Soren. No, it's going to take forever. We rode Soren. We rode Soren. It was incredible. Um, so Walked we. Walked on. Hmm? Walked on. Oh, yeah. We walked right on. There was no line for Soren, which is unheard of, I yeah. feel like. That ride's great. So on the way back to our hotel that also night. did Spaceship Earth. It was very. It was very. I didn't. <laughs> you did Spaceship Earth. Oh, Spaceship Earth. I always confuse that with Mission Space. Yeah. I um. So on our way back to the hotel after riding Soren. After and, riding Spaceship Earth. And Spaceship Earth. Right. That was the last ride of the night. Closed the park down. And then we were walking back and we stopped at Boardwalk Ice Cream. And yep. we got the Tofuti Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, which was a recommendation from Vegan Disney World. She shared a picture of her Sunday on stories, and it looked to me like a McDonald's mm-hmm. Sunday yeah. from my childhood. Yep. Uh, and I was like, well, I need that. So the kid and I will share it because it's two scoops and Disney prices, and we're going to share it. Sure. Uh, they have two flavors of Tofuti. So I just got the menu item that is two scoops of ice cream and then added the syrups because I didn't want to deal with is this Sunday vegan doing substitutions? Mm-hmm. I just built my own with what I knew was vegan. Mm-hmm. Lots of their syrups are vegan, but this is what we got. We got both the vegan ice creams, which was a tofuti chocolate and a tofuti vanilla. And then we added chocolate syrup and strawberry syrup. And what was really special to me about this was, first of all, it did give me a little bit of that McDonald's Sunday vibe. Mm-hmm. It's not soft serve. But like the way the syrups were, yeah, and it got, the syrups looked very McDonald'sy, especially the strawberry. The strawberry syrup was not just syrup; it had like big pieces of strawberry in it, which made it just—it mm. was so good. We were fighting, like spoon dueling in the bowl for those strawberry pieces. It was well, really good. While I was sitting outside, saving a table and waiting for you guys, two women, probably in their sixties, seventies, were at the table next to me, just having milkshakes together. And I overheard one of them um, said, I I got a, this sprinkle was clogging the straw of my milkshake. And they both laughed for like 15 <laughs> seconds about it. Just this delighted hooting laugh. <laughs> and it was just the sweetest moment. That is really And then sweet. I saw them the next morning at breakfast and I was like, it's sprinkles. <laughs> hey, there's sprinkles. Okay. So the two scoops is called the classic wave and you can pick whatever two scoops you want. For the toppings, the chocolate syrup, strawberry sauce, pineapple sauce, peanut butter sauce, and marshmallow sauce are all vegan. Just the chocolate fudge is not. And then you can also get coconut whipped cream if you want. Um, The kid doesn't like coconut, though, so I decided to skip that. But I would have gotten it if it were just me eating this. Mm, Got it. Yes. And you got a beer. Got a beer. Got a beer. So then we we ate a bunch of sugar, went back to the room, passed out. Yeah. Got up the next day, ready to party. My parents joined us for the next couple of days. We did... We did breakfast at uh, Trattoria. Yes. And we got... Which is also on the boardwalk. Yes. uh, Il Fiorno? Trattoria Il Fiorno, I think it is. Sure. I'm not going to try. Trattoria on the boardwalk has (laughs) a great avocado toast. They also have outside seating, which was nice. We, um, We tried to dine outdoors wherever we could because yeah. uh covid um so this avocado toast incredible so yeah. obviously this one was 
We knew about this one. We, we knew, went there for this. Yes, we yeah. had it last time, but I'd never had it fresh. I ate your leftovers at yeah, one you time. Um, it's so big that Dave had leftovers of yeah. it last time, but I ate the whole thing. So it is toasted ciabatta with avocado, obviously, and then it has a chickpea scramble. Is it ciabatta? It's not a baguette. I don't think it's a baguette. I think, I think it's, it's a baguette. <laughs> So it's got a chickpea scramble on it, which is basically like sautéed hummus. So it's like hummus that's got like crispy brown parts to it. It's really good. And yeah. then it was topped with arugula, tomato, radishes, and a balsamic reduction. And it was – it's a knife and fork avocado toast. I was trying to navigate eating it with my hands and quickly was like, this is not happening. Um, and it was great. It was like the perfect thing too to like kick off a day in the parks. Yeah. Um, lots of veggies. I felt like I started off on a good foot, but also like some bread to give me some energy. And Melissa supports you. Yeah. She says ciabatta. Okay. I I stand down. Woo! What did you have at Trattoria? Did you have the same thing? Yeah, I had that and I had coffee. All right. I thought it was great. I was a little, I wanted more of the chickpea scramble. Yeah. There I'm... wasn't enough on it for me. The balsamic was an interesting choice. Could have used a little less of that, but I was grateful for a dressing, and I wouldn't have thought to put a dressing on my avocado toast. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was perfect. <laughs> and that's the tea. And that's the tea. <laughs> she took a sip of tea right after she said I that. I did. So then we met up with your parents. Yeah. And we rode some rides. Where did we go? Hollywood Studios. Yeah, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. The yes. only line that we stood in because our child was so like, let's do this with grandma and grandpa first. So grandma and grandpa got to stand in a 70-minute line right when they got there. I had to pee so bad, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it. That ride is great. And we got to finally experience it. Last time we went, because it was early COVID, they had shut down all the parts of the rides where you congregate in a small area. Yeah. And this ride has like a story part at the beginning, at the beginning, and we got yeah. to experience that, which was really fun. And it's just a great ride. It's a pretty complicated story. Yeah. And so I was grateful for the, the on-ramp. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else we rode before lunch? <laughs> Such a long ride. Uh, we did star tours, which you did not do. Yeah. Because of the motion thing. And it took grandma and grandpa on that one. <laughs> It was a treat. And then we all went to Docking Bay 7 for lunch, right? We sure did. And we got that. I wrote Docking Bay 7, hummus plate thing, a hit as always. We ate this more than once. Yeah, that's a go-to for us. And I think it's because... It's kind of light. If you don't eat all the pita... If you don't eat it... (laughs) If you don't eat the pita, it's pretty light. Even if you do, it's like a hummus plate with veggies. But it's not hummus, is it? There's... Yeah. There's a basil... Sorry, I'm talking about falafel. Or there's, it's like a cilantro hummus, right? With veggies. And then there's the little, uh, they're like veggie meatballs. I keep thinking that those balls are going to be falafel balls and they're not falafel. They sure They never have been. They've never been on me for thinking that. But let's be, let's be fair to me. They look like it. They do. If you looked at a picture, you'd be like, could be. Could be. They're very good. Yeah. But so what I was going to say was... We do Docking Bay 7 a lot, and we do this dish a lot because it's a hearty, light meal that you get in Hollywood Studios. That's not that's not really available in many places. And we're usually over in the Star Wars area the most frequently, and that Ronto Roasters 
has such weird hours. They're closed like half the time that we're there. Yeah, have we ever eaten there? We did. We had breakfast on Is that the... where we got that weird, weird fruit cup? Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah, it's one of the food things that we got. Yeah, we'll talk about that on weird this, fruit cup. Yeah, on this episode where we talk about the food things. That, that we... we ate at Disney. I didn't even put that in the blog post. Whoa. <laughs> I don't want to forget about it. Um, yeah, it's great. Also, because this is a quick service, you can order through the app and mm-hmm. just walk up and get your food when it's ready yep. so you don't have to stand and line which is nice especially when you have a hungry kid you can nice yeah nice outdoor seating area yeah cut you off yeah we we love an outdoor seating area right now shaded I, we did do Umbrellas. some indoor dining but um only a couple special occasion things yeah you had really uh this was your seal breaking for indoor dining yeah it felt weird y'all yeah. but we did it we did it all right. So for dinner that night, should we just jump to dinner? Or do we want to talk about what we rode? Well, we changed parks, right? We did. We went to Epcot. That's right. We went over to... Wait, we did a little swim. I napped. A splash. Yeah. Y'all swam. I napped. Yeah. That's I didn't every swim day. a single time yeah. at the hotel. You didn't even see the pool. Our Disney strategy is that during the hot part of the day, we go back to the hotel and either cool off in the pool or take a nap. And I opted for a nap every day. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Disney. Or sorry, Epcot. Mm-hmm. We um, read Test Track. Yeah, Test Track is a family favorite. It is a family favorite. Arguably the best ride of all of them. Arguably. We could argue. You could make an argument. It's fun and yeah. interactive. Yeah. I enjoy it. And it's also the kind of like, it's a fast thrill ride, but... It's yep. not super scary. Like our kid likes some roller coasters, but not all. But he loves Test yeah. Track. Yeah. Um. So we rode some other fun rides, I'm sure. And then it was dinner time, and we went to the Sunshine Pavilion. And this was exciting because the last time we went there, because of COVID, a lot of stuff was minimalist. It's and, pretty lean. And the only vegan option at Sunshine Pavilion, which we did order and hate, was this jackfruit taco oh yeah oh it was terrible yeah, it was bad it was like did they season the jackfruit at all or cook it was right. it just right out of the can right. it was terrible this time though everything was back and we went for the vegan korma yeah. both of us what did you think of the vegan korma day i think vegan korma it's another it's kind of the epcot equivalent of that docking bay seven meal at hollywood studios it like, does get we, the job we are done. aware of it it ticks the box it does it less satisfyingly than the meatballs do at docking bay seven i feel like there's white rice there's a little bit of protein in there it's not it's probably its biggest crime is its blandness it is bland yeah it's not as bland as another curry that we'll get right. to but i think it's it's not it's spicy. satisfying in the sense that i have eaten and now i don't need to worry about eating and which it's is like, a constant theme at the Disney parks. Yeah, but it's also got a good balance, I feel like, of like you've got the rice, which gives you that quick energy. It's got some protein, and then it's yeah. got some veggies in it. Not like yeah. super healthy, but uh, it like ticks the box. Like I had some veggies. And for me, I don't, I don't feel like I ate a yeah. meal if there's not some veggies in there. Yeah, I think this is a good chance to point out that we don't really do Disney right as far as food goes like, like the super decadent double layer cookie yeah way. I, we just we just don't we don't indulge that way because both of us really i think regret it more acutely than a normal person does when they 
treat themselves like that. Yeah. Like, and I, Disney's really set up to to lean into that. And there are a lot of vegan options that do. Yeah. I have low blood sugar. So if I like if I eat pancakes for breakfast, just pancakes but with no like side of protein or anything else, um, I am miserable for like the whole rest of the day yeah. because my blood sugar just like plummets and it's horrible. Right. With sweets too, I I enjoy them, but like splitting the Sunday, like I couldn't have eaten that whole Sunday. I would have right. been miserable all night and into the morning. So, right. so I think we've got we're threading this thinner needle than most people interested in eating vegan at Disney are. Yeah, where we're erring or tending on the lighter side of things, and are maybe restricting our choices a little bit more than are actually there. Like you that know? hot dog that we never got. Right. Or like that we didn't do Casey's Corner in Magic Kingdom. And that's an amazing hot dog. Yeah. It's a we beyond just didn't do sausage. It this time. Right. Yeah. We did not do it because of the suffering yeah. afterwards. Um, so I did the note that I wrote at Sunshine Pavilion. I think I said this to you too. So you're sitting in Sunshine Pavilion, which is in the inside of the land pavilion. Mm-hmm. This was one of our indoor dining <laughs> moments because we didn't have another option. So we're sitting at this table and we are eating our... Bland curry out of disposable plates with plastic forks mm-hmm. um, surrounded by big trash cans to hold all the disposable plates and plastic forks. And I'm sitting and surrounded by facing, hundreds of people doing the same. Right. And I'm sitting and where I was sitting. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. but my angle. Yeah. I was looking at this mural they have in the land, which is all quotes about respecting uh, nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought this feels weird. Yeah. Um, but I mean. You got to eat. Yeah, yeah, but again, Docking Bay 7, it's all silverware. That's true. It's all trays. Like the plates are disposable, but a lot of it isn't. Yeah, they do it better. They could do it. You know, they could do it better at Docking Bay 7, but they could do Docking Bay 7's treatment at. The land. Right. They don't have to have the plastic cutlery. And then you noticed at one point they wouldn't give you a lid because yeah. nobody at Epcot has lids for their cups. So one of my favorite things to do um, is, I don't know how, why, but for the last few times we've done Disney, we've ended up at Epcot on the last day. Mm-hmm. And the two of you end up, maybe it's because the line's always short, but you do a quick mission space mm-hmm. before we leave the park. And I can't with mission space because of, I sound like such a bummer. I'm like yeah. my motion sickness, yeah. uh, my motion sickness and also a little bit of claustrophobia. Mission space is not the ride for me. But right outside of mission space, there is a stand that sells Mickey pretzels. So I like to get a Mickey pretzel and uh, sit and eat it while I wait for them. And this time, I also got a lemonade because I was like, I deserve a lemonade. I'm thirsty. And they wouldn't give me a lid. They said, we don't do lids. And I thought that was really... She said that it was a park-wide thing. Yeah. Which... Feels like we would have noticed before then. If yeah, it was a whole before the last thing. day. Yeah. But we also, we weren't ordering fountain drinks, yeah. really. That's true, too. You think she was just out of lids? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to make it look like a different thing. How dare you? I don't know. It was a surprising thing, but good for them. So if they can do something like that. Yeah. I think that speaks to the larger blatant hypocrisy of Disney. Disney's words and Disney's actions. Yeah. I mean, we're all there. Yeah. We live in a dystopia. So the next thing I have is lunch the next day on my list here. Should we just skip to that? Or what did we do for breakfast? Was that the day? Breakfast, we went to Ale and Compass. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I didn't write it down because we'd been there. 
We so went I to- made a reservation. Yeah, you eight thirty reservation for five at the Ailing Compass restaurant at the yacht club. The yacht club is right across from the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that I did it was because they have a banging protein bowl. Oh, it's so good. And I'll say like for sit down restaurants like this, when checking in, they give you the chance to mark allergy information. And I'll put down for our party, like egg, dairy, fish, all of that stuff. Any option that would fall into a vegan scope, I'll mark as an allergy just so that they're aware of it. Because there's not really there's not really a middle ground. You can't put like a preference or a diet in there. It has to be, it's either allergy or nothing. So then... To their credit, when that allergy notification comes out, they are very mindful of it. They they speak about it a lot to the point where I was feeling um, like I had, I don't know. I felt like I was lying by saying allergy, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was something that weighed on me a bit through as we were, as I was doing it while checking us in throughout this trip. Um, so it's quinoa. It's kale, it's Beyond Sausage, it's just egg or a tofu scramble, you get to choose, and it is a slice of toast with a Nutella, not Nutella. It's an avocado chocolate spread. So it's like, think of, think like that avocado chocolate pudding spread on some toast. It's, think that, but then think, but good. (laughs) And then some orange syrup. Orange syrup? Yeah, there's an orange dressing. Oh, oh, orange in color. Yes, yes, yes. There's like some kind of a puree. I thought it was a citrus glaze. No, it's some kind of like a salad dressing. Carrot ginger dressing. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it has pickled carrots and sweet potatoes in the bowl. Oh, yeah, those sweet potato wedges are great. I shared some with the kid and he loved them. Yeah, so I know we we said we avoid hearty stuff or heavy stuff. But we didn't this, this day. This was super heavy, and I was paying for it the most of my morning at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, but gosh, it was good. Sometimes it you got to do that. It was good. Yeah, so we rode some rides at the Magic yep. Kingdom, and then the reason we went to Magic Kingdom, partly because partly your parents wanted to go there, mm-hmm. but partly because we had a special lunch reservation, too, Yeah, at the Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen. That's right. Which this I was didn't, a new one. Oh, it's new. It's I was new. like, it looks old. Uh, <laughs> I did. I was like, I didn't know about this place. That this, explains think, the wait. I think this came out around the time of the movie. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Which was last year, 2021. So they have two vegan options on the menu and a, a vegan dessert. Mm-hmm. We were too full for the dessert, but it looked really incredible. Um, so I don't know. Do we want to start with the good news or the bad news? So this one... This was a reservation one, like you said. It's a fancier setup as far as an in-park dining experience goes. Like there's not a counter option or anything like that. There is a wait to be seated. When you are seated, it is full, you know, full table service, all of that. They do have like booze options, which is unique for a Magic Kingdom restaurant. But just to, like this was fancier than pretty much any other dining experience we'd had. Yeah. It was, yeah, like kind of immersive. Well, I guess we have done some other ones. Like the sci-fi dine-in is like that. And the 
the restaurant itself is gorgeous. There yeah. are different themes to each room. Mm-hmm. Our theme, um, the room we were in had parrots yeah. as the lamp, chandelier. What am I looking for? The light fixtures. The light fixtures were like stained, stained glass. glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there were all these uh, cases, glass cases around that were like wooden cases with glass paneling. With like curios yeah. in it. It was really cool. Yeah. So what did you get, Dave Street? What did I get? You got the Thai noodles. Great. You took notes. Tell me about it. Uh, okay, so we're going to start with the good news. Sh- Why are you doing that? <laughs> uh, those noodles ruled. They were saucy. They were spicy. The tofu was perfect. Yeah. I watched Dave eat his noodles with a lot of envy. Yeah. Well, talk about what all was in there. I thought you said you took notes. I didn't take notes on your food. Oh, why? Because you have a great memory. I'll talk about the reason that I was so jealous of Dave's food is because I ordered the uh, tofu curry. And I don't know how a dish with so many things in it could be so bland. Well. The sauce had no flavor at all. It may as well have been water at the bottom. And there was very little of it, which I guess it doesn't matter because it had no taste to it. The tofu was supposed to be pineapple tofu. There's no pineapple in the dish. The tofu tastes like nothing. The texture of the tofu was good. It would have been. It was great when I added Dave's noodle sauce to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it came with some veggies, totally bland. It came with a flatbread. The flatbread, very good. Herbed, a little bit spicy, very nice. Um, but the rest of the dish was. I just sat there. I yeah. asked for hot sauce, which never arrived. Right. Um, and I really just sat there waiting for the hot sauce. I was like, I can't make myself eat this. It's so bad. Yeah. And I'm I'm not apologizing for it, but I will just point out mm-hmm. that you're calling it a curry. They called it a curry. Curried vegetable crew stew. So it's not even it's not a stew because there is no sauce. I was going to say a right. stew implies a but sauce. I'm yeah. saying that it's not. A- but also the vegetables weren't curried. There were also, they said pineapple tofu, and then uh-huh. there were these big chunks of yellow squash. Uh-huh. And I kept thinking, maybe this one's a pineapple piece. And when your mouth is expecting pineapple, uh-huh. and it gets an unseasoned piece of yeah. yellow squash. <laughs> I think that you got yours, and you had yours made incorrectly. Yeah. It was horrible. It says it's in a house-made curry sauce, and you had no sauce. There was a little puddle of sauce at the bottom, but the sauce didn't taste like anything. Mm. Was the was the rice coconut rice? I don't know. I I didn't eat that much of the rice. Mm. Oh, by the time I was getting to the rice, I had dumped. So Dave finished his meal because it was good, and then I took the leftover sauce and just dumped the whole thing, contents of his bowl, into my bowl. So yeah. it could have been. I couldn't taste it over. That sauce made it good, though. Gotcha. So I had the Thai noodles. It was tofu, seasonal vegetables, and rice noodles tossed in a spicy soy chili garlic sauce. And were they skinny or fat noodles? They were skinny noodles. They look, oh, so good. I took a bite of yours, and they were it was so good. Yeah. I was so jealous. So that was a hot one that day, and we walked around and did some more stuff, and then no, we... No, we did not. We immediately left. So we got that Cherry Dole Whip later? We got the Cherry Dole Whip in Epcot. A refreshment outpost? Is yes. that Epcot? Okay. So then we immediately left mm-hmm. and we went back to the room for naps and swims. Uh, and then I guess we went to Epcot that afternoon. That's right. Road test track. Oh, was this a three park day? This one. Because I have baseline tap house after the Dole Whip. 
Hmm. Must have been. Oh, I think I got Rise of the Resistance for that evening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was a three-part day. So went to Epcot. Uh-huh. Rode some rides. Uh-huh. And then we also ate a cherry dole whip from Refreshment Outpost, which was incredible. You can get it with a pineapple swirl, but my pineapple-hating family said, nope. Well, I'm realizing now that you've skipped over our date. Did I? Yes. I skipped our date. Yeah, you skipped our date. So that night... Nope, the night before. Oh, yeah, yeah. The night before, the kid had a sleepover at Grandma and Grandpa's hotel room. That's right. And we had a date. That's right. We went... To the park, to which park? Hollywood Studios. Yeah. We rode Rock and Roller Coaster. I had Lightning Lane for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and then it broke down. And what happens when you get a Lightning Lane and it breaks down is they say, you get one free Lightning Lane for any ride in the park. And we said, okay, well, we'll go do Rock and Roller Coaster, and then we'll use our Lightning Lane on, like, Slinky Dog or something else. And... We waited in line so long for Rock and Roller Coaster that the park closed and we could not use. We had to forfeit our free lightning lane. But we had a great time on a Rock and Roller Coaster. And the reason we were there after park closed was because I had late night reservations for Oga's Cantina in Galaxy's Edge. Bow, bow. That's right. Oga's Cantina is awesome. Mm-hmm. It is a Star Wars themed bar. They have cocktails and mocktails. And it's yeah. very fun. We went last time that... We did Disney, and we did it this time, just the two of us, which yeah, was really special. That's right. I got the same drink as as the previous time because I you? liked it so much. Yeah, the Blurg Fire. Ah, I had it's a beer. So good. Yeah. The Blurg Fire is lovely. It's like a pomegranate lemonade with spicy, um, I think it's habanero syrup. Oh. Might be jalapeno syrup. It's got a little bit of heat to it. It's got like a salty sugared rim, mm-hmm. some kind of red salty sugar around the rim and it is just it feels very special and i had the bad motivator ipa which is a sierra nevada ipa i still can't figure out if it's just they renamed one of their existing ones or if they brewed one specifically for galaxy's edge but that was fun and then the best part the reason that we tried to get evening reservations like at park close is because when you walk out, you walk out through an empty galaxy's edge. It is a whole different experience. There are soundscapes going on that they're there. They're they are there during the day, but you can't hear them because of over the just general Disney sounds. Um, But when you're leaving at night, it's just, it's peaceful and you can hear all these like, there's robot sounds and nature sounds, but like otherworldly kind of nature sounds. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lovely walk out. It's, it's really dark cool. and spacious. We took our masks off because there was no one around us. <laughs> it was lovely. It was great. Yeah. Anyway. We like to do ogas. So if you want to do ogas, you can make reservations after park close. We had a reservation later in the week mm-hmm. at ogas for 9.40 p.m. Yeah. So you can do ogas like way after park yeah, close. Yeah, park closes at 9. <laughs> so... um. Yeah, if you can do a late late night ogas, definitely do it because that it's a delightful experience inside. But then the walk back is yeah. like very special too. So then, fast forward again to the next night. Uh, we went back to Hollywood Studios. We did Rise of the Resistance. The kid and I did Star Tours because the line was super short. Did it twice, and then you got us some fancy drinks at the I baseline sure tap house went to the baseline tap house and which is uh, a very strange 
Like, it's just a bar in the middle. It's just a bar. And when you're sitting on the patio, as I was doing, Uh and it was near park closed, there weren't a lot of people there. Also, baseline closes at 8. The park closes at 9. I got walked in the door at like 7.58. So I was sitting on the patio alone. And there was nobody around. And it was like this quiet, like soft rock versions of (laughs) pop songs. And um, it was almost like I wasn't at Disney for a minute. It was like I was at a cheesy, just like a kind of hokey but not on purpose bar Mm -hmm. anywhere. And it was kind of like a nice break from like the in-your-face magic that we'd been experiencing for like two days at this point. Um, Which I got to say... That's a good point. That is one of the selling points of the Swan, too, is that it's at Disney, but it's not in your face, Disney. I mean, that might be what you're going for, and more power to you if you are. But for me, like day two or three, that gets a little bit old. And yeah. You, you need to be able to escape it. Yeah, it just feels like yeah. it's like a brittle smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at the Baseline Tap House, they have obviously lots of beers, but they also make a strawberry lemonade and a strawberry hibiscus soda. Both of these drinks were, in all caps, very sweet, <laughs> but they were good. We should have shared one, though, because they were very sweet. Yeah. Um, and again, just like with Oga's, going at close was really nice because it is a moment of... Also, the other thing about Disney is it's crowded. Yeah. And I don't mind crowds, but over a period, it does start to wear on me. And yeah. so being in a spacious, like, there was nobody around. Yeah. It was, like, just a nice little, like... Quiet minute, you know. Mm-hmm. I like a quiet minute. Yeah. I got one. So then... So the next thing I have is the sci-fi dine-in, but I know we ate between that night and so, the next night. Well, the next morning... Oh, I... that was Hollywood Studios. So that's... We went to Docking Bay 7. Or no, we went to Ronto Roasters. Oh, that was the weird Hollywood Studios. Yeah. They stopped doing breakfast at 11 o'clock. I, start, I got into line at 10.50... This is when a cast member uh, got my attention and said, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) There are people in the line, too. It wasn't like we just... I'm I'm trying to get breakfast. And he said, uh, well, they stopped serving breakfast at 11. I think his job was to deliver that news to everyone. Right. In the line. Like, you Uh, were not Maybe a better opener than, what are you doing? It was weird. But he... Yeah. 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 So he was like, you'd probably be best off doing a mobile order. I was like, as as dedicated toeheads know, I've got a paprika insensitivity or a paprika sensitivity that uh, I'm not insensitive to it. If anything, I'm too sensitive. So to rude it. to yeah. the paprika. Um, and I was like, I'd like to talk to somebody to make sure that these items don't have paprika in the ingredients. And that's where he was like. You shook that guy to his core. Yeah. He was like, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, he's, uh, I, I guess you, you should wait in the line and, and talk to the person. Uh, so then I waited in the line and I talked to the person. And the good news was there was not paprika in either of the items that I was looking into getting. The bad news was that the line took me past 11 o'clock. So they weren't serving the dishes anymore that I had gotten in line to ask about. Maybe so next time. When the... A, a more appropriate answer to what are you doing uh, was probably wasting my time. <laughs> so you got a lunch thing. You got that zucchini wrap. So I got a zucchini wrap, which was literally a zucchini wedge. No. Oh, 
What? You was liked it? Good? it? You said it looked good. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, okay. It had other stuff too, but I'm saying oh. like it was a hot dog sized like slice of zucchini. It was cooked though. Inside of a pizza. Yes. I envisioned something different. I was flashing back to that jackfruit. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. Okay, go no, on. No, so this was wrapped, and then it had like a really spicy cream sauce in it. And a slaw, right? Yeah. That slaw looked yeah. good. Yeah, and it was it was spicy AF, and I, I was here for it. Oh, yeah. It was, I really good. felt like I was I was riding on the on the back of a, of a bowl or something, like the how reckless I was being <laughs> so early in the day. I should have gotten that. So the kid and I... Uh, we both got fruit cups, which did have paprika in it. Which did have paprika. Which they in it. came out and like were very clear about. Yeah, yeah. Because they were so nice about the wrap. She's like, I just want to let you know that these other two things you didn't ask about do have paprika. So this fruit cup was so weird. Um, I mean, I didn't expect it to be hearty. It's a fruit cup. Uh, it was cut up pieces of fruit, including dragon fruit, like mm-hmm. nice fruit. It's yeah. not like a melon situation. Yeah. There was watermelon, there was dragon fruit, pine. Oh, there was cucumber and pineapple. Jicama? And jicama. And yeah. they were cut into sticks. Doesn't this sound good and refreshing, yeah. everyone? Then they covered everything in the bowl with a tamarind sauce that tasted like ketchup. Wow. Everyone, I ate fruit sticks dipped in ketchup for breakfast, and it was horrible. The kid wouldn't eat it. Mm. He was like, I can't. I said, I said, I'll take the avocado. Uh, the avocado. I told him I'd take the cucumber because he hates cucumber, and I have to accept that Mm -hmm. but i after he was like i don't like this and i took a bite and i was like you don't have to eat this Mm. you often if he has something he doesn't like but we just need to fill our bellies i'll be like just power through it so you have food in your belly this time we did not do that we just uh got him some pretzels later it was awful don't get it if you get it don't get the sauce the sauce ruined it it really tasted like ketchup horrible uh and also so then the Ronto Roasters is kind of right on that corridor where all the merch shops are. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, sometimes those merch shops will have granola bars or pretzel bags. Right. Um, Galaxy's Edge does not have a good snack game mm. like that. She was like, try Ronto Roasters. And oh, I yeah. said, oh, no. So um, we had to leave Galaxy's Edge. As soon as we got out, though, we were able to find it. It's not like it's an island. You, right. know? you just go through a tunnel. And we got him some pretzels or something to t- just to tide him over until we could get real food. Because we had a ride appointment, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember what it was for. I can't either. But oh, it was Rise of the Resistance. Oh, yeah, it was. I will say a fruit cup, very refreshing. Yeah. I think It's a bummer that, that, that they would taint it like that. Yeah. And also, I was excited about the tamarind sauce because I mm-hmm. like tamarind. But they ruined it. Hmm. I don't really know. Uh, I also didn't write down our lunch was the lunch that weird salad? Yes. At Hollywood Studios. Didn't we get lunch? I did not get lunch because oh, yeah. I had such a hearty late breakfast. That's right. You had that big breakfast. But after we'd ridden one or two rides, the kid and I were like, we're starving. Yeah. And we looked around. It was, this is a thing you should not do when you're at Disney is eat at mealtimes because mm-hmm. at mealtimes you wait so long. Yeah. And so- the options dry up. Yeah. If you're mobile ordering, your window is not for much later, which we experience the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, your best strategy is to try to eat at off times if you can. But this was, I had a hungry kid with me. I was also like getting shaky hungry and was like, mm-hmm. we're eating at noon. That's mm-hmm. what's happening. So I ordered for the two of us Fairfax Fair, 
has a Chicago-style hot dog salad. Man, this was a bummer of a food day so far for me. Yeah. This salad sounded like a big swing. And I was like, let's see how this big swing goes. And it's a bed of lettuce topped with diced or like rounds of Beyond sausage, like sliced up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's topped with all the Chicago style hot dog stuff. It's got relish on it. It's got tomato on it. It's got like a mustardy dressing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it could have been good, but it was not good. It did oh. not look appealing from a bystander's perspective. No. The kid looked at me and I was like, just... Fill your belly. Oh, and it had ro- it had croutons. The croutons were nice. Hmm. He basically ate the croutons and the sausage. Yeah. And then as much of the lettuce as he needed to feel full. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind it of what weird. I did, too. It had pickles on it, which I liked. He doesn't like pickles. And mustard was the dressing. Was it just mustard? I felt I like know. a mustard like, like vinaigrette. It was... It was not done super well. I would avoid that. If you're going to be in that area, Rosie's has a lobster roll, which yeah. we got last time. Much better option. It's hearts of palm, and it's really good. It comes with house-made chips. Yeah. Do that. Don't do Fairfax Fair. Uh, I think we couldn't do Rosie's because the time slot wasn't working. Oh, us. I just didn't want Rosie's. And I don't think you... I think you wanted a salad. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. You're right. Then we rode more rides. Well, then we left the park. Oh, yeah. And um, the kid and I got Lightning Lane for the Avatar ride at Animal Kingdom. So he and I went over to Animal Kingdom. Um, It was going to be tight because we had reservations for Sci-Fi Dine-In back at Hollywood Studios that evening. And then Oga's reservations later that evening uh, after the park closed. So I think our reservation for Sci-Fi Dine-In was at 730 and I had made the Avatar Lightning Lane reservation for 6.30. And I was like, oh, that's going to be tight. But, you know, we do it. We get on. We get off. We get on the bus and get back over. It should be fine. On the bus over to Animal Kingdom, I looked and realized, and there's another gripe about Genie Plus, is it changes your window, like, between the time that you click it and when it confirms it, if that window has moved. And so when I checked it again, our Lightning Lane was for 7 o'clock, not 6.30. And that was very tight to be at one park and then have a 7.30 reservation at another park. So we did it. Long story short, it was well worth it. Avatar Flight of Passage is one of the most amazing rides I've ever been on in my life. But it was very stressful to then get off that ride, run through the park, get wait for a bus, get on the bus to get over all the while with Becky at Hollywood Studios, at Sci-Fi, asking the the staff there to just wait one more minute please just wait one more minute so my experience was i took a nap and uh, i don't animal kingdom gives me feelings and so i i don't feel like i want to go there like the captive animal part of it just really bums me out i don't want that to be part of my disney experience so i just took an extended nap Mm -hmm. got up um cracked a spin drift i think i sauntered over to hollywood studios Mm -hmm. Um, kind of moseyed around, tried to see if I could get on a ride, but the um, waits were too long. I think, did I do the Muppets? I might have done the Muppets yeah, 3D movie, which is very fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Um, just kind of had like a really mellow time, just sort of wandering around Hollywood Studios by myself. <laughs> and then I wandered over to the Sci-Fi Dine-In 
And I went up to the host and kind of explained our situation in vague terms because I feel like if I'd been too specific, he would have been like, so should we cancel? Right. (laughs) So uh, I said, the rest of my party's running a little late. Like, what's the latest I can check in? So he told me that you can check in up to 15 minutes late Mm -hmm. and then they'll hold your table for 15 minutes. So then I was like, okay, that's eight Mm o'clock. That might happen. Mm -hmm. Eight o'clock came and went. It didn't happen. Um, I went up to the the desk and was like hello (laughs) they're still not here i don't know they're on a bus they're coming um and he was basically like at this point we can't uh guarantee your table Mm -hmm. but we will do our best Mm -hmm. and so uh when dave and the child breathlessly ran up like maybe 15 minutes later (laughs) 45 minutes past our reservation at this point yeah um, they seated us. Yeah. They said our table was gone, but they had a two top. So at the sci-fi dine-in, you're in little cars mm-hmm. and each car seats four and there's a plexiglass between you and the front seat. And so we were just in the back seat of a car, the three of us. Yep. So it was a little tight, but it was fine. Yeah. And we got in. It yeah. was incredible. And it was worth it. I had a great Impossible Burger. Their oh. Flying Saucer Impossible Burger has a portobello mushroom in it, a whole bunch of other... It has... Oops, I'm on the wrong thing. Uh, it has the portobello mushroom on it. Does it have an onion ring? It has cashew cheese. Mm-hmm. Does not have an onion ring. It does ring. not have an onion ring. I'm thinking of a different burger. It has cashew cheese. It has pesto. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a very tall burger. It's an impossible burger. We also learned that they will make... The kid wanted a burger. He saw us ordering burgers and was like, well, I want a burger. And so on the kid's menu, there's a cheeseburger, and they'll make it vegan for you by just leaving off the cheese and making a smaller impossible patty. They might bring out the chef, um, but they'll do it. Uh, And it's a lot cheaper than this huge burger that no kid could finish. Yeah. Uh, those come with fries, so we had fries. And then, so last time we went to Sci-Fi Dine and we also got the Island Cakes, which are vegan crab cakes. I highly recommend them. They're delicious. They come with like a fennel apple slaw. But this time we didn't get them because I wanted to save room because Melissa from Vegan Disney World was mad at us for not ordering a shake at Sci-Fi Dine. That's true. They have a ton of vegan shakes, and I was like, I can't let Melissa down. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I uh, I saved room, and the kid and I split a cookie shake. Wow. It is... And not just Oreo cookie either. No. Like a sugar cookie on top, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a... It's like a Oreo... It's I don't think it's Oreo. Maybe it is. It's a cookie milkshake mm-hmm. topped with a cookie and a coconut whip on top. Wow. And the shake had cookie bits in it, and it was... She was right to be mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good and beautiful. Nice. They took a picture of it that exploded Instagram, broke Instagram <laughs> forever. Oh. Um, because it's just such an epic. It's a milkshake with a cookie on top. Yeah. Get it. So did we do, we did Ogas after that. We did do Ogas after that. It actually worked out. Timing wise, it all worked out great. Like yeah. we got out right in time to yeah. mosey on over to Ogas. Yeah. Well, we did have a lightning lane for millennium falcon that we could not make oh it was supposed to be in between those two so it didn't work out super great i forgot about that yeah um but yeah we did ogas the kid came with us that time 
uh, we got to stand at the bar. He got to feel like a cool kid at the bar. Oh, yeah. And that was the night. And then the next morning, we, uh, the kid and I got up. You were sleeping in. So we went and tried to get breakfast. We did a walk up at the Alien Compass again. I tried to build a dish. So what I was saying earlier about the allergy thing and how I kind of had was was getting a hang up about putting in these dietary preferences as allergies, even though there wasn't an option, it felt dishonest to do. So this time, you know, I was like, well, I'm not going to do it. We're going to sit down. We're going to order this stuff and we're just going to make vegan subs. And I also was trying to basically build a dish of like potatoes and just egg and uh, breakfast sausage or whatever. And so I did it and the dish came and it did not look like the just egg on either mine nor the kids plates. And so I asked the server, I was like, you're sure these, this is plant-based, right? And she went into the kitchen and then came back and said, yes, yes, it's plant-based. Uh, I said it to another server who was there in the, in, in that amount of time and was asking if everything was okay. I said, can we just make sure that this is plant-based? And she went into the kitchen and then brought ketchup out. <laughs> and so I didn't feel like my questions were getting through necessarily. So yeah, then I tried a bite of it and it, it was egg. It was, um, just even in a small bite, it was super clear that it was egg. And then when the check came at the end, the check said scrambled egg on it. Didn't say anything about plant-based or just egg or anything like that. I assume if a substitution was made or requested, it would have been indicated on that receipt. So it was super disappointing. And it just showed me that like, if you're not ticking that allergy box, you can't really expect to reasonably like have somebody paying that level of attention or taking what you're saying seriously. Yeah, like it's not always going to happen that way, but I feel I agree. Like even at regular restaurants, like mm-hmm. not at a Disney type scenario, like if you want consistently to be taken seriously about no eggs, no dairy, like you just say allergy and yeah, it is what it is. I don't like doing that because, like you, it feels dishonest. But also, I mean, it's exhausting. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to. It's self care. Yeah. But it's it, to me, it's kind of that same vibe of when people were just bringing dogs into places and saying they were emotional support dogs. Yeah. And kind of like whether that's true or not, every time that happens, it works against this fact of those things actually being a service real thing. dogs. And there are people who literally cannot exist without their service dogs. And you weaken that person's case. You know, yeah. it, it casts, it, it increases the chance that somebody is going to cast doubt on that person. Right. You know, and that's what I don't feel good about. But, but it was what it was. I had potatoes and, and Beyond Sausage and was just fully, full and fine for, for the day at Magic Kingdom. So. Oh, this was our last day. This wasn't was it? our last day at the park. We did uh, Seven Doors Mine Train. We also did Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. We also did um, Splash Mountain. And then we had lunch at uh, Pecos Bill's Cafe, which was right. It couldn't be more noon Ah, at lunchtime. Yeah. And it took us about an hour to get our food. We had to hold a table for an hour. 
We Which were not very popular. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, for a burrito. It was a burrito bowl: yeah. rice, beans, pico, mm-hmm. just your standard burrito bowl. Yep, but it was fine. It was fine. It hit the spot. Yeah. It wasn't overly like heavy too which was yeah. nice uh i think it was the first bean i'd eaten all week long yeah <laughs> so that gonna, was good i'm gonna dial up my fine assessment i thought it was good you thought it was good i thought it was good food there was guac too right was there guac no i'm thinking of tortilla shreds which are a completely different thing different substance but it's still speaks to there was a layer on yeah. top of it yeah it like looked something pretty. additional added in yeah and then they also you could get it comes with sour cream and <laughs> It comes with sour cream, and I said, no, thank you. And mm. so they gave us extra. It comes with these little cups of Totino's right. salsa. Totino's? Yeah. Sure. No. No. Tostitos? Yeah. Sure. Uh, don't dump the salsa all over your bowl like I did. It's not good salsa. Yeah. <laughs> Just eat the bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good, and it was fresh, and there were veggies, and it was what we needed because it was hot that day. Yeah. And on the way out, because um, we were leaving the park to cool down, we stopped at the... What's it called? Oh, my God. Orange. No. Sunshine Terrace. Sunshine Terrace. That's right. And I got the I Love You Dole Whip float without Pop Rocks. It's not vegan with the Pop Rocks. This was orange Dole Whip with uh, strawberry. strawberry syrup. Strawberry Fanta. Strawberry Fanta and passion fruit syrup. Mm-hmm. And the kiddo got strawberry Dole Whip. Sure did. Yeah. I got to try both. Yeah. I liked them both. That I Love You Dole Whip is one of the best treats I've ever had at a Disney park. It I could so tell. Good. Oh, sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, I could tell you liked it because I took a bite mm-hmm. of the top, like the syrup and the ice and the whatever you would call Dole Whip mm-hmm. together. And then you brought me in for a second bite. You were like, get some of the soda in there. Mm-hmm. Like your enthusiasm. Yeah. I loved it. It was good. It was super good. It's also epic looking. Like it's yeah. beautiful. The colors are beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we did that. I was the envy of several park goers on our way out of the <laughs> of the park. We got back to the hotel. On the way back, the kid and I made another Lightning Lane reservation for Avatar Flight of Passage <laughs> at Animal Kingdom. So we got off of one bus and got onto another and no pool that afternoon. We just went to Animal Kingdom, rode Avatar Flight of Passage again. Great decision. Then we rode back and met up with you for our last night at Epcot. Yep. I did another le- another leisurely long nap and stroll. Yep. Uh, walked around Epcot. Tried to get on. Did some- Living with the Land. No. Oh, we did we living did. with yeah. I thought you said I did. Oh, yeah. I, like, no. I don't think did I write anything? I can't remember. You didn't get to the park until we got to the park. Oh yeah, I slept a long time. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did living with the land mm-hmm. and that's always fun. Yeah. Uh and then we were pretty hungry, weren't we? Yeah. I feel like we ate right away. And we decided to check out one of the pop-ups because mm-hmm. they we were there for the art, food and art yeah. festival. And, uh, we weren't there for that, but that was going on. It was on. happening while we were there. Yeah. And we got the Beat Carpaccio, which was a pop-up in Canada. Yep. And what that was was thinly shaved pieces of beet slices uh, topped with vegan goat cheese, mushrooms, pepitas, and some kind of like a hard leafy green. Yeah. 
um, hearty, leafy. It was really good. Almost like a sprout. Yeah. Um, and it was lovely. It was I, tasty. It was not enough food. No. It was a very small portion. But the vegan goat cheese in particular, I was really wowed by. Uh, the beet... I mean, you weren't kidding when you said thinly sliced. It was yeah. very thinly sliced. So thin that you could have missed it. You could have missed that it. it was an edible part of the dish. Oh, and it came with little crostinis. Yes, <laughs> it came with some crostinis. That it was really good if you like kind of arranged all that stuff on a crostini mm-hmm. and then munched on it. It was lovely. Uh, I I put my notes that it would have been a great meal with a Mickey pretzel, and I did uh, round it out with a Mickey pretzel <laughs> yes, later did. on that night. Yes, you did. I got you a Mickey pretzel too. That's right. I got mine, and I ate it while they were on Mission Space, and then yep. I got a second one for Dave, so it was waiting for him. Yep, and we walked out of the park as the fireworks were going off, which the new fireworks show is really impressive. It really is. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And then did we talked about stopping for a snack or a treat, but we didn't, right? Didn't, we were like, no. we're so tired. Yeah. Uh, and then we passed out again yeah. because that's what you do at the end of the day at Disney. You've walked a lot. <laughs> you've been in big crowds all day. You pass out. Yeah. And then the next day we got up and we went to Winter Park Biscuit Company and we went home. That's right. That was our Disney trip. So what's the verdict? Would do again. It was very expensive. Right, but I just mean food-wise. Oh, food-wise? Like the standouts? Yeah. The standouts for me were... Honestly, that sushi... I know it wasn't like top-tier sushi, but it was exactly what I needed in that moment. Mm. It was just perfect and filling and lots of pickle happening, which uh, you can really win my heart with a pickle. Yeah. That beet carpaccio was a standout. It's not meant to be a main dish. Right. It's like five. It was like five dollars, yeah. right? Like it's meant to be a small plate or like an appetizer. But I think that speaks to a larger problem with that festival where you can't if the if the ideas you're supposed to nosh your way around, you can't do that. There were like three vegan options and they were all 10 minute walks from each other. 20 minute walks. And very light. There was a, three, right. a carrot three ways that I wanted to get, which was um, pickled carrots. Right. Carrot puree, mm-hmm. something else that sounded really good. Yeah. Uh, but they're all really light like that, like very veggie forward, which is delightful. But if you're super hungry because you've been walking around in the sun all day, yeah, not necessarily the most filling. But I mean, the whole the whole vibe of Epcot is graze from place to place to place and make your way around, both food and drink. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some drink more than eat, but that's... Yeah. That's kind of the the plan for the place. It's like you can't do that if there aren't options for you mm-hmm. all the way around, you know? Yeah. It last... just really needs to be more of a priority for them, I think. I think so, too. Like, to make it more of a complete experience. Like, yeah. last time when we did the Food and Wine Festival, they had that impossible short rib. Right. And that was great because there were other light vegan options at other places, but, like, this was, like, your entree. But also... We just got lucky that there was such a hearty option in that one place because they still it still wasn't grazable all the way around. Yeah. We just had that one anchor that we could go to and fill up at. True. You know? Oh, and I will say my other standout was that cookie shake because gotcha. it was a showstopper visually and also just delicious. What gotcha. were your like your faves? Um, I feel like I didn't really come away from this trip with more staples than I had going into it. My standouts were still Sci-Fi Diner, was still Docking Bay Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
I would add the I love you Dole Whip Ooh, to my yeah. standards. I would definitely get that again. And I think like I would really like to add the the Jungle Cruise Canteen to my list. I just think they need to to beef up their menu a little bit. Like they need yeah. to have a second strong vegan option. And maybe that was just a bad day for that option that you had. I can't imagine that that's their... That's the dish. In hindsight, I'm not a person who sends things back. Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't even occur to me. It wasn't until, like, an hour after we had left that I was like, I should have said something. Yeah. For Because for what you're paying, I yeah. mean, you can do it in a nice way, but, like, they should know, they need to know, like, yeah. that this food is bad, and it was expensive and bad. I think... Um, yeah, but I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of a make-do kind of person yeah. in a situation like that, and... I wonder if I'd said something if they would have been like, oh, that's because the sauce isn't on it, you know? Yeah. Or, I mean, and that food's not cheap. Also, though, they have a really good looking dessert there, a panna cotta uh, that's vegan that I uh, wanted to have room for, but just didn't. I think that the next time we go, we should make an effort to try more of the sit-down restaurants. I think that Canada one with the vegan poutine and the dumplings and all of that stuff, like... It's. I'm not saying we're doing it wrong, but it feels strange to knock them for not having enough options, but then also not trying all of the options that they have. Yeah, totally. And I think, but on the other hand, I think it's totally fair to be like, we're in quick service mode when we're there. We don't want to spend hour plus at an hour plus at a restaurant. We, but I think, and and especially as far as the pod goes, like we've we've done the the counter service stuff, we've done the quick serve stuff. If we were to go and do this again, we would need to try all of that stuff out too, and yeah. and make sure we're taking time to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I agree. But it was fun. It, it was, was fun. I uh, am not wild about the direction direction that Disney's headed in general, but I think was you can still have a very good time there. Yeah. I think it just costs a little bit more and it's unfortunate that you have to have the money in a lot of ways to to continue to enjoy yourself. And yeah. that's the kind of thing that I, I don't like to see. But uh we had a great vacation. We had a lot of good food. Yeah, we did. We got a new staple in Orlando and mm-hmm. so I think I think it's a win. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. If you are enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us out, and we love reading your five-star reviews. We will read it on the pod. Yeah, we will. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes, including that sushi burrito, at glueandglitter.com. What's the, you mentioned the sushi burrito? Because it had ginger in it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Lion Leader was taken on TikTok. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try, thoughts about an episode, you want to drag me or Dave for something we got wrong, write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com, or you can direct message us on Twitter or Instagram. I read every single one of them, and I'll probably write you back too. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.